Buying a business and scaling it is not as difficult as you think, and there are too many myths out there that only millionaires can buy and make money off of them. Anybody can buy an existing profitable business and scale it without prior experience, and many times without using their own money. Arturo has started, bought, and sold over 55 plus businesses across 18 industries. He has coached thousands of business owners, individuals, corporate employees, service employees, freelancers, real estate investors, retirees, homemakers, and many others in buying businesses and scaling them, and in doing so, transforming their lives. And you can too. And to help get you started, here is your host, Arturo Henriquez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode. So I often get this question a lot is, how do I find businesses for sale? How do I find the sellers? How do you find someone who wants to sell their business? And it kind of highlights the problem with the market for buying and selling businesses because the market for people buying and selling businesses is somewhat confidential and secret market, even though it's a very liquid and it's a very big market that has a lot of depth to it. It's still a very confidential, secret uh, market because if it becomes publicly known that a business is for sale, the business can be damaged in some way, right? Their customers, their suppliers, their employees, all kinds of people may have a negative view on the idea that a business is being put up for sale, right? Imagine employees, they may have a sense of uncertainty. And so they may start looking for jobs or customers may question, is the business going under because their quality is not that good and so on and so forth. You know, whether it's an informed and logical viewpoint or not, it can happen. And so people who have a business obviously don't want to impact or harm their business in any way. And so they don't put a for sale sign in front of the business. People who want to buy a business need to respect this confidentiality because if that business is something you want to buy because it's a profitable, stable business, then the business that you're looking at may do the trick. But if you cause that business to be known to be a business for sale, then you can end up harming the business that's going to solve your problem of trying to find a profitable, stable business. So it doesn't work for sale for buyers or sellers for these things to become public. So then that leads us to this question of how is this market supposed to work if people don't know what's for sale? It's a problem of visibility. And so from the public space, if you imagine a crowd of people, the public, and then you imagine there's some businesses from the public, we can see the businesses, but we can't see which ones are for sale. From the business perspective, they can see the public, but they can't see who wants to buy a business, and more particularly, who wants to buy a business like theirs. So you have this visibility mismatch, or I call it an opaque market, non-transparent market, where it's hard to know what's going on because the different actors in the market can't see each other. So how do we solve this problem? Well, there are a couple of solutions, and... Of course, there are many solutions, and we talk about these solutions in depth in our training program. We, in fact, devote a whole module to this, so I won't be able to cover every single one at depth um, in this short episode, but there is a couple of solutions. So one solution is for people who own the businesses to decide 
they want to sell to then take action to make themselves more visible. And this is exactly what happens when a business owner hires a business broker to go find a buyer, or they decide on their own to put themselves onto an online marketplace like businessforsale.com or bizbysell.com, among other platforms. So that's one solution to the problem. And from a buyer's point of view, we now get to see businesses that have been put up for sale. But guess what? So do all other buyers. And so this creates a circumstance of buyer competition, which is exactly what the seller may want. They want to find as many buyers as possible in the shortest amount of time, creating competition, anxiety between the buyers. And the seller hopes that this will bring them a better price and a better structure. So again, that's one solution. Another solution is taken from the buyer side is to say, you know, if I went and I met all the business owners and developed a relationship with them and talk with them and ask them if they wanted to sell, I could sort out the people who potentially could be sellers from the other businesses that don't want to sell without the other buyers finding out. So while it's hard potentially to find sellers because sellers are trying to stay secret and they're trying to hide themselves from being publicly known as someone trying to sell their business, finding businesses is very easy. In fact, if you look all around you or when you're driving you know, through town or through the city or anywhere you're driving, all those businesses that you see and that you don't see, the businesses that are maybe in office buildings, all of them are potential businesses that could be for sale. The problem is for most buyers and where they fall down is that they don't develop any kind of depth within a certain industry as far as the number of relationships that they develop. So what does this mean? Well, you decide what kind of business you want to buy or own. And once you decide what kind of business you want to own, what industry, size, etc., then you go find those businesses. It's very easy to find those businesses, but you haven't found which ones are sellers yet. You've just identified all the dry cleaners in the city, for example. Then you have to go and create the relationships. So then you have to figure out how am I going to find out who owns these businesses and how am I going to you know, have a conversation? And what you really need to do is go out there and actually go and meet these people. Right, who are running these businesses. Because here's the thing. If you remember back when you were younger, maybe in business school, or you've taken maybe a marketing class, they talk about the marketing P's, right? Product, place, price, promotion. And they describe you know, how you set up an item in the marketplace. So what is the product? Where is it available? The place? What price? And how do, you, you know, how do we advertise or promote it? That's the promotion. So if you want to apply that marketing mix to finding a business, the product is the business itself. And most businesses are very unique. You know, dry cleaners are going to be very similar, you know, one to the next one. But in general, most businesses have unique qualities. That's the product. The place, well, where does this business exist? Many businesses that are brick and mortar are not that movable. Or a business that serves a certain city might be movable within that city. But that's where the customers are. Can't leave the city, for example, right? Product place, the price, and how we promote it. So what price is the business going to be sold for? And how do we promote it? You know, 
Do we use a website or whatever? So those are the four Ps. But there's a fifth factor, a fifth factor because these businesses are unique and not entirely interchangeable. And that fifth factor is time. Most small businesses are operated by their owner. We're talking about main street businesses here. And so small businesses that go up for sale go up for sale because of a pressing personal concern on the part of the owner that can be burnout or fatigue or divorce or poor health, right? Or they need to relocate or or it's retirement. In fact, the majority of the businesses that are up for sale right now or could be up for sale is because they are in their latter years. Most of them are in the baby boomer generation and they're already thinking about retirement, wanting to enter that phase in their lives because of the factors that we talked about, poor health, retirement, fatigue, burnout, among other things. And that's probably the majority of the businesses that do sell today. So it actually is an enormous opportunity because right now you have more businesses that are owned by sellers who are in the retirement mode as we like to talk about it. So now you're thinking about the four Ps and then you're thinking about this last factor, which is time. So you can go out there and you can create relationships in a certain industry. You can meet a bunch of business owners. You can talk with them on and off, figuring out which one might want to sell, and then something happens to one of them. All of a sudden, you're in the right time because all of a sudden, one of those businesses that wasn't for sale yesterday is now available for sale today. And that's the key to this whole thing is to create those relationships. And we have a whole module talking about the psychology of the seller. And we have a three meeting strategy, which I use to this day, and we teach in our program as to how to become or transform yourself from a complete stranger to the only person that a seller is willing to sell to. And that's because you created a relationship, right? You talk with the business owners and you figure out what they want, why, and how you will deliver value to that type of business, and then create the relationships. And remember, always ask the question, why are you selling and what are you going to do with the money? Because that's going to give you a lot of information as to their why and what happens afterwards, which could help you structure a win-win deal scenario. And remember, you want to do this before the owner decides they want to sell. Because by that time, they will have already listed their business with a business broker and it's up for sale. And remember the visibility problem that I opened up with? Now you've solved the business owner's visibility problem. At the beginning, I said, if all the people are, you know, standing together in a crowd and the businesses are around them, the business can see the crowd, but they can't identify the buyers. Well, if you create a relationship with the business owners whose businesses you're interested in buying, now they know who can buy their business. It's you. But all of this has one major problem. It takes work. It takes time, guys. It takes effort. And it's a numbers game, right? You have to be constantly creating your pipeline because out of 100 businesses that you see that you talk to the business owners, or even if you get to that stage, out of the 100 possible businesses that you will see or come across your desk, you make make an offer to one or two of those. So it's a number game, and you need to create that pipeline consistently. 
and constantly. You know, some of the people that I've worked with, you know, buy a business within a month. Others, it takes years because they're looking for the right opportunity or a specific opportunity. You know, you can try to contact thousands of businesses hoping to luck out that you're contacting one person on the right day and they're willing to reveal the fact that they're willing to sell to a stranger. Or you can try to create deeper roots within a certain industry or category and then wait for one of those people to want to sell and decide they want to deal with you before they go looking at some other venue like an online website or going to a broker. Now, in our program, we have many different strategies to get to the owner of the business because that's ultimately what you want to do. You know, we talk about how to, you know, optimize the reach of social media platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, among others. We talk about direct mail and email. Uh, we talk about how to use your immediate network, friends, family, extended family, as well as your indirect network, such as lawyers that you may know, accountants, financial advisors, insurance agents, realtors, mortgage brokers, doctors, dentists. You'd be surprised. We talk about where there's networking events where you can also meet possible sellers, possible owners, as well as people that are connected to possible owners. And the list goes on. Each and every one of these has an in-depth strategy to them that we cannot cover in the course of one podcast episode. But ultimately, what you want to do, however you reach the seller, is to transform yourself from a complete stranger to the only person that that seller is willing to sell to, even if they have yet to make that decision of selling the business or not. Thank you for listening. If you love the How to Buy a Business and Scale It podcast, then we know you would love Business Acquisitions Accelerator Program. Here, we have helped thousands of individuals buy profitable existing businesses without having prior experience and sometimes without using their own money in as little as 90 days, and we guarantee these results. Head on over to www.arturohenriquez.com forward slash BA. And if you want to learn how to scale your business and remove yourself from the day-to-day -day operations by turning your business into a lean operating machine like over 600 business owners have done, then go to www.arturohenriquez.com forward slash SS. 